U.S. midterms. Did Democrats really mess it up for today, Tuesday, November 8th? Well, we'll find out. This is Ruzcast. I'm Ruz Aliabadi. Let's get started. So, folks, racing for some really huge losses in midterm elections today on Tuesday, November 8th. We've been talking about it in previous episodes, of course, while many Democrats are voicing disbelief at their impending defeat. Yes, you heard me right. While House uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi recently told the New York Times, quote unquote, I cannot believe anybody would vote for these people, referring to Republicans on the ballot. While with Democrats fighting to maintain control of Congress and with some really formerly safe blue seats, we're talking about Democratic seats or Democrat seats, I should say, now up for grab. Many analysts, including myself, are asking whether the Democrats poor electoral prospects were in a way unavoidable. Uh, the, The curse of incumbency, whatever you want to call it, or if the party shot itself in the foot with being out of touch with this electioneering, so to speak. So let's ask a few questions. Um, And let's start with this one. This is a good one. Why are things looking so miserable and horrible and bad and pathetic for Democrats? Well, midterm elections are always a referendum on incumbency, as indicated by the fact that the party in control of the White House has lost congressional seats in 36 out of 39 midterm races since the Civil War. That was a sure lesson for all of us. You heard me right. 36 out of 39 midterms. It's almost impossible to satisfy voters, particularly those caught in this painful spiral of inflation and recession fears by advocating for the status quo. Well, that's the current challenge for Democrats, trying to defend their own track record while simultaneously in a way acknowledging what remains to be done. Well, think about it. Making matters worse is that the Democrats have virtually no margin for error. While defending a 50-50 split in the Senate and with only five seats shifts needed to give the GOP control of the House, it was always going to be an uphill battle for Team Blue, and that's the Democrats, of course. Think about it, folks. Americans are deeply divided. There's no doubt. They've been divided for a while. But a shared sense of, in a way, uh, uh, unites many in the country. And that is, they're thinking that the country is in kind of a free fall. This time, however, the Democrats in control of the White House and Congress, by the way, are most vulnerable to electoral backlash. What's most surprising is that this dynamic is also playing out in matchups like races in New York or Oregon for governor. That should be a slam dunk for Democrats regardless of the broader political climate. So let's move to another question. Uh, You know, kind of hypothetically thinking about it, but were the 2022 midterms always going to be irreversible for them? Or do the current trends reflect, reflect this broader democratic blunder? I think the answer is a little bit of both. Think about it. Voters have been, uh, in a way, direct about their concerns, telling politicians for months, if not years, that they were worried about gas prices, mortgage repair uh, repayments, feeding their kids in this 40-year high inflation rates since the 80s, and they're also focused on rising crime rates, particularly in big cities. For example, something, uh, uh, something uh, that New York governor is learning about the hard way. Well, those running for office have not had 
to engage in guesswork to identify voters' deepest insecurities. Republicans, for their parts, have talked relentlessly about cost of living crunch, driving home the message that their opponents are weak on the economy. Though Democrats have addressed economic grievances here and there, but their primary message to voters have been to focus first on democratic ideals and then on their very real economic fear. So you might be asking why and where is this strategy coming from? Well, this game plan is actually coming directly from the top. Indeed, in his first major midterm speech on September 1st, over two months ago in Philadelphia, the birthplace of the American democracy, folks, open up your social studies books, President Joe Biden claimed that, quote unquote, equality and democracy is under assault, imploring Americans to go out and vote. This was also his message in a, in a final pitch to voters over the weekend when Biden repeated that, quote-unquote, democracy is on the ballot for all of us. So, folks, I think this strategy could prove to be a mistake, and here's why. Playing up the threats to democracy is an issue that seems like it performs well with focus groups and, in a way, base democratic voters, but doesn't seem like it is especially effective measure in uh, persuading undecided voters. So there are, in a way, missed, um, uh, I, I, I think the Democrats also missed that opportunity with uh, regard to the economic uh, economy and economic hardship. In fact, Democrats haven't been able to unite around the core economic message either, which limits their ability to effectively use economic urgency to appeal to voters. Also, the Democrats' approach doesn't seem to be resonating with voters who are overwhelmingly focused on bread and butter issues. For instance, independent women voters, a highly sought after electorate, in a way, supported Democrats by 14 points in September, but in latest polling, in mid-October, flipped to favor Republicans by 18 points. That's a big loss for the Democrats. So I think part of the challenge with the threat to democracy narrative is that it means different things to different people. You know, big majorities of Republicans think that the media and unsecured ballot boxes is the biggest threat to democracy, and they will vote on that. But even some Democrats have criticized their party for failing to compensate for earlier economic missteps that Biden administration last year called inflation, quote unquote, temporary, but it's not, by in a way conveying a sense of urgency about the state of the economy now. So something that the Democrats should have identified as temporary, however, was actually the summer boom sparked by the reversal of Roe versus Wade, as well as the state legislative wins. Indeed, as inflation has remained stubbornly high, still topping around 8.5%, Democrats appear to have overplayed their hand, believing that the Supreme Court's move, unpopular of, of course with voters, could get them over the finish line. Think about it, folks. Economic turmoil and economic hardship, in a way, has always been a toxic agent that gives the underdog, in this case Republicans, plenty of ammunition to outset, uh, to in a way, oust uh, the incumbent party, which are the Democrats. But if the Democrats lose big on Tuesday, paving the way for uh, for a slate of GOP newbies, it will be a big. You heard me right, a big gift to Donald Trump 
as he looks, in a way, set to announce a run for White House in 2024. So I'll be watching the midterms very, very closely. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.